Now joining us on the TOT cast, Canada Prep defensive back Tosin Agbeyegbe. Tosin, the TJ here. Um, I like to get into the more personal side of uh, things. Uh, I leave the, the football questions up to Chris. With that being said, I want to ask you, what do you attribute to your hard work? Like what? I know you're, you're, you're African. You, you lived in uh, Nigeria for a little bit. You know, I know all about that. I just want to mm-hmm. know, like what other than your parents? I know you've seen your parents work hard, but other than your parents, what do you attribute to your hard work? Why do you grind so hard? Oh, like you said, other than my, my other than my parents and my background in general, it's just my brothers. I have three older brothers, one's 22, one's 23, and one's 25. I see how hard they work. I see how much everything they do has a meaning to it, and that's how I kind of always wanted to live my life. I wanted to always, everything I do, I always wanted to have a meaning to it. I always have a purpose. So that's why I work so hard, because I want me playing football. I want to have a purpose. I want to be able to take me somewhere, and that's where it is right now. That's a wonderful answer. And, uh, you know, I know the things that football can bring you, and, you know, I'm living proof of that. You know, I haven't gone gone through some of the things you're going through now. But uh, can you tell me some of the impact that, you know, guys, mentors that you've had, such as uh, Jordan Younger or Anthony Cannon or have had on you? Coach like, coach like, coaches like Jordan Younger and Anthony Cannon, they, they've had professional experiences. So they taught me a lot about their experiences in the CFL, NFL, and just, handling other kids in general. They taught me many football football skills and off the field skills, things like what happened in university, what happened on the field as well. So I like to attribute a lot of things I know to them. You you're known as a hard hitting safety, right? Yes. I I wanna know other facets of your game. Like what are some other facets of your game that a casual observer may not see? Like what are some things that you're good at that you want other people to know that, you know, isn't really recognized about you? I would like to think I'm I'm very good in coverage as well. I've actually been asked by a couple of schools whether I could play corner, which is more of a coverage position as well. And I I don't know I don't know if the casual bystander would notice that from my highlight for example. You're committed to Yale, and you know having done that, you've secured yourself a, a you know a, a very bright future. What's the significance of that to you of getting into a school as big as Yale? Well, my parents are my parents are very all about academics. Absolutely, They're absolutely. <laughs> the first thing to ask before I make any decisions about school is that how is the academics? Well, academics has always been in the back of my mind in terms of schools and making decisions and everything like that. And having the chance to go from that, uh, like that young boy in Nigeria who you know was just growing up, and then now having the chance to, chance to go to Yale, it's like a, almost like a dream come true. We're here with Tosin Agbeyegbe on the TOT cast. What's it been like playing with a guy like Neville Gallimore last year? I know all the attention he got. He was one of the most highly touted recruits to ever come out of Canada. Uh, what was that like? He was never was a very fun and funny guy. Um, you would never know just by looking at, let's say, his rivals profile or any of his video, but he's a very chill guy. He's a hard worker, no doubt about it. But he kind of, I would have kind of taught me how to play freely. Like, I always, I came in there thinking, okay, I have to be serious. I have to get these highlights, try to impress all these coaches. But when I saw him play all freely, play all fun, I was like, Maybe this is how it's meant to be. Maybe this is how it works. Does that kind of take after uh, how Coach MacArthur is with the program? I mean, how does he run things at uh, Canada Prep there? That's, yeah, it's kind of a reflection of him, too. He's a very relaxed guy. When it's time to get work, the work will be done, but he's a very relaxed guy. Otherwise, he doesn't. he's not a drill sergeant or anything, for example. Because I understand that you left St. Augustine here in Brampton to go play at Canada Prep. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, having a coach like Coach MacArthur is a huge, huge advantage for yeah. you because he's done it all. He's, he's a Pac-12 record holder. He played with Aaron Rodgers and Marshawn Lynch. What kind mm-hmm. of like, day-to-day advice does he give you guys in terms of dealing with the recruiting, dealing with the letters, the academics. It's a lot for you guys to deal with at a young age. 
yeah, he gives us templates of like emails to set up the coaches every now and then. He'll give us the contacts through email as well. He's obviously taught us a lot about football in terms of like reads as a receiver, as a, as a defensive back as well, because like you said, he's the leading receiver in Cal football history. He's very knowledgeable, actually. If you sit down to talk to him, he's very chill. He'll tell you some life stories, some things about how he was in university as well. So just by hearing those things, it helps you and it helps use that for your experiences as well. Having him being an American and taking you guys on this U.S.-only schedule, he's been through the whole process of high school of playing in front of the big crowds, going every Friday night, you know, if it's Friday night lights, mm-hmm. let's go play. Here in Canada, we don't really mm-hmm. have that, but you guys are getting to experience that by playing this U.S.-only schedule. Is there any memories mm-hmm. that have really stuck out to you so so far throughout this journey you've been on? To go to our last game of last season, actually. Steubenville High School, that was a Halloween game. There was a, almost a thousand plus people there. That was something, I like I said, I was a Canadian kid. You never see those kind of crowds. It was very enlightening, I should say. You guys run a little bit of a different schedule at Canada Prep. Can, can you talk to me about what day-to-day life is like in, in Canada Prep? As of this semester, we I personally, I wake up around 7 a.m. I catch the, we catch the 725 bus to get to school have breakfast and then we start schools at 8.30. Our periods go for an hour and a half and then our last period finishes at 3.15. Practice starts at 3.30. We finish practice around 5.30, 6 most days. And then we have dinner, back to the hotel, and then we start start, uh, what we call study hall at 7.30 and finish at 9.30. And then you have your free time. So it's really pretty much set up for us to have that university feel almost. We're here on the TOT cast with Tosin Agbeyegbe and guest host Nate Ajay, wide receiver from the Toronto Argonauts. Tosin, tell me a little bit about your experience going from the speed at Canada and the speed at Canada Prep. Because I know when I played high school ball here, you know, I thought things were fast. I, you know, I thought I was I was moving well, and then, and then I got down to you know junior college in California, and it was nothing. There's nothing here that could prepare me for that. So just tell me a little bit about your your experience with the the change in speed and you know the athleticism, guys being bigger, stronger, faster down there. Yeah, one of the big things about difference in Canadian and American football is that the field in Canada is much bigger. So, like, you can afford to be slower, for example. But when you're in American field, if you're slower, you're going to get so stick out like a sore thumb. So you have to be faster. You have to be bigger. You have to be flying around everything. That's how like, the change for some people have difficulty with it only because they're not used to being faster and being stronger. So they have to catch up with it. Absolutely. What are you particularly doing to – or what have your coaches at – uh, Yale told you you need to work on, you know, to, to, to be able to compete, you know, coming in uh, at camp? Um, they pretty much told me to keep up my academics, get bigger, faster, stronger. Um, they saw me at camp, so they told me to improve my footwork and things like that. But besides that, uh, I'm good to go. Since you said that coaches are asking if you could play some corner, you sound like a pretty versatile guy on and off the field, especially if you're going to play some probably some press man coverage at Yale and then playing some safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of sound a little bit like Devin McCourty of the Patriots. Who do you emulate your game after the NFL, or who would you say you model after? One of the players I kind of, I guess you say, idolize and want to be like is Ha-Ha Dix. He's actually a safety from Green Bay Packers. Um, I've been following him ever since he was at uh, safety in Alabama, and I like, I like his game, so I've always tried to model myself after him. Well, as a diehard Tide fan, that brings a smile to my face like you would not believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, since, you're, since you are going to Yale, has um, fellow Canadian Tyler Varga reached out, to you, reached out to you at all? Yes, yes. I've actually been in contact with Tyler Varga. I've called him and texted him a little bit. I saw he was actually at the camp when I went, so it was also cool to see him in person. What kind of advice did he give you in terms of transitioning to Yale? Because when I spoke to him, he said that the study hall sessions, trying to become a doctor, trying to train for football – and trying to make the NFL was was a whirlwind. He said he had no free time, and he just kind of said it's it's 
it's surreal to actually live it as compared mm-hmm. to explaining it. What kind of advice did he mm-hmm. give to you for when you head to Yale? Uh, well, he told me that Yale is a family thing. So like, if you ever need help, there's always going to be somebody by your shoulder or somebody right next to you to help you. So he, he, I, I've known about the rigorous schedule that an Ivy League school may have. But like you said, if you ever need help, if you ever have a difficult time handling it, there's always somebody there for you. DBs and receivers that I, like I am, I'm a receiver. DBs and receivers are, are you know, different. They're kind of just off, you know what I mean? So what I want to ask you is, what's your relationship like with some of the receivers at, at Canada Prep? Uh, I know when I was at Buffalo, uh, I lived in a house with all DBs. So, you know, it was all fights. It was all competition. It was everything that, mm-hmm. you know, brothers go through. So what's your relationship like some of the receivers at Canada Prep? Ironically, I actually, I have actually room with two DBs as well. So we're kind of – DBs here are a tight group. Um, as a far relationship with receivers, when it's time to compete, we compete. We're not friends or anything like that. But when we're off the field, we'll be, hey, you know, have dinner together or whatnot. But when it's time to get in the field, DBs and receivers are always competing. Thanks, Tosa, man. Uh, I just want to say, you know, you know, keep representing us. Uh, keep doing your thing down there, man. You have a fan in me, and, you know, if you ever need anything, just, you know, just uh, hit me up or anything. But keep doing your thing. you got a great head on your shoulders. You're at a great school, and uh, we're all really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's very very valuable to me. Before we wrap everything up, is there anything that you felt like you want to discuss or touch upon within this interview here? Is there anything oh, people I don't know about you? I let every football player, at least in Canada, know that just follow your dreams. It's I Like I said, I started from Brampton, Ontario, Pretty much a place, place filled with has produced some athletes, but m- most people still wouldn't look to Canada for football. We have we've produced more guys in the past two years for football than any, so it's a rising stock, I guess you could say. So, if you follow your dreams, you never know what can happen. All right, that's great advice for a lot of people out here, especially for like you said from Brampton. There's a lot of players out here that uh, kind of get overlooked. Um, for mm-hmm. guys that are overlooked per se. What kind of advice would you give them to help get seen? I know you chose the prep school route, but is there any advice you'd like to give to other athletes out there to help them kind of get some notoriety? Well, one of the main things I did that helped me was put yourself in front of coaches. Um, there's always the saying that if you're good, if you, there's always saying that if you're good, coaches will find you. But it's hard for um, an athlete in Canada to be found. So if you put yourself in front of coaches and you're overlooked at that point, you only have yourself to look at and yourself to blame, pretty much. Kind of to build off what you were saying, uh, when I was in high school playing with Ate here, we used to go to all these Nike combines and the spark camps and everything, and we kind of didn't really know how to get ourselves out there more, and we just frantically went to all these camps. Is is that kind of a similar thing that you've had to do, like previous to Canada Prep, or is there uh, other ways of being seen nowadays that you would suggest to other athletes? Um, before I actually attended Canada Prep, I, I went to a Nike combine, um, I went to Nike Combine and a Nike camp as well. Those are good, but the main camps or the main things you want to go to are the university camps. Schools aren't allowed to go to those Nike camps or anything like that, so they won't be able to see you like face-to-face, and that's what schools want. They want the coaches to be able to interact with you and work with you and see what kind of player you are. But if you go to a Nike camp, they won't be able to do that. So I guess the thing off of most of those camps are in the summer when it's kind of a dead period for recruiting. You have to go to the schools. Did you Mm. play OVFL football at all growing up? No, as soon as I went to Canada Prep, as soon as I planned to get play at Canada Prep, I stopped playing OVFL football. Because I find that a lot of players up here feel that the only way they can be seen is by playing OVFL now, when it's actually kind of the opposite. Um, OV, no, don't get me wrong, OVFL is good. It's a fun league if you want to you know, play football for fun or anything. Um, 
But if you, I guess you could say, want to save money and want to save your body, really, and want to go to camps, OVFO is it's good if you still need tape, but if you're trying to get to camps and try to put you down in front of coaches, it's not helpful. That's great advice because I find that a lot of guys up here feel that they need to keep playing, but if you keep playing and nobody sees you play, it's only going to take yeah, you so yeah. far like you're saying. And it's just wear and tear on your body as well because all the hitting and then you have to go to a camp the next day. You're hurting yourself and your team because you won't be there for practices per se. Yes, sir, especially when you're a hard-hitting guy like yourself who wears you down real quick. I'd like to thank Tosin Agbe Agbe for coming on the TOT cast today. Tosin, is there somewhere that fans can reach out to you, whether it be a Twitter account, Facebook, anything like that? Can you tell us where we could get at you? Um, I do have a Twitter handle. It is Tosin A underscore seven. Um, that is the main social media that I update. Awesome. And do you have an Instagram account at all for anybody else who wants to see pictures of Canada Prep? Yes, actually. It's the same, same as my Twitter. All right. I'd like to thank you again for taking your time today to speak with us on the TOT cast. That was Tosin Agbe Agbe of Canada Prep.